Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm doing a short little episode today. I've got a few uh, exciting announcements and changes coming, um, and then I just wanted to offer some thoughts like I did a few weeks ago in the short episode on some issues I've been dealing with and ways that I'm working on um, applying and living out what this show is all about. Um, so anyway, I'm sorry if you hear any loud noises, uh, trucks, or <laughs> laughing or yelling in the background. Uh, as I said in the end of last week's episode, I am currently staying, I'm back in Lebanon right now, but I'm currently staying in a house that I don't normally stay in. And unfortunately, I have a window looking right over the busy road. Oh, there goes the car right now, if you can hear that. Uh, over a busy road, and then also uh, some of the staff and students are playing cards outside right now. Uh, but I had to get this recorded. So, um, sorry this episode's coming on a Sunday. Uh, I actually consider it quite an achievement. I made it eight months um, without missing a Saturday for posting an episode. Uh, granted, there were a couple uh, short episodes in the interim, but I have never missed a Saturday until now. So, I feel both proud of myself and a little frustrated with myself. But anyway, let's just jump right into the announcements. I've got two big things for you today. Um, first of all, as you'll hear in just a minute, I've been going through some big changes and, um, and sort of unrest and uh, very much busyness coming up for me. And so I have made the decision to actually switch the show to a bi-weekly production. Um, I just want to be able to keep up the same content and quality, and I just really don't have the ability to put in the amount of work that's needed to do that on a weekly basis anymore. So the show will continue as, uh, as it has, but just every other week. Uh, with that comes the second announcement that is quite a bit more positive and exciting. Uh, in the off weeks, um, I will be doing sort of, uh, well, I'll be doing special episodes, um, not really at all like the normal episodes, but sort of in the same spirit, uh, talking about, you know, kind of diving deep into specific topics and bringing in other sources than the Tao Te Ching. And so I'll be doing those on the off weeks for my Patreon subscribers. So any patrons who uh, pledge for $5 a month and higher, uh, which currently gives you early access to episodes. Uh, so for example, they already have uh, next week's episode that will be going live. They will get access to these special episodes. So um, today's uh, little devotion or meditation or just rambling or thoughts or whatever is actually a preview of what will be the first episode of those um, of that special production, which will hopefully go live uh, this Saturday. Um, so if you are interested at all, if you enjoy what you hear today and you want to dive even deeper into that, a lot deeper into that actually, um, please go ahead and check out the Patreon page. There is a link in the show notes and you can look at all the different benefits available. So again, those special episodes will be available for subscribers $5 and up. So let's uh, jump right into, um, I want to give you at least something to think about today and not just a bunch of announcements. So here are a few thoughts that I'm having today uh, around this idea of contentment. Uh, it's something I've talked about before, but it's also something I'm really wrestling with today. So basically, uh, I just came away from a three-hour staff meeting at the orphanage as we are planning for what things will look like this year. Uh, if you've listened to this show at all before, you probably know this already, but basically I am uh, on-site staff and a teacher at an orphanage slash school uh, for Syrian refugees just outside of Beirut, which most people didn't know much about at all until the explosion a month ago. Um, but it's a very interesting situation for us because uh, even though it's an orphanage, we're in a situation right now where actually all of our boys are half orphans. So all of them have one parent who is still alive and the other one 
um, either has um, has died or missing in action in the Syrian war. So it's a difficult situation nonetheless. But when the government uh, in Lebanon shut everything down and started the quarantines back in the middle of March, uh, we sent our boys to be with their families. So it's been a very hard season uh, being away from these kids that I love and serve um, for six months. But this week, I'm very excited. They are finally coming back. And so we had to sit down as a staff and figure out what this is going to look like. Uh, We had to talk about logistics since some of the boys will be going out to schools during the day. uh, And um, we have to figure out how to deal with, you know, preventing any infections of coronavirus here on campus because it could be devastating. We have about 40 people living here. Um, so we had to talk about what that will look like. We're assigning people to different houses, doing heavy social distancing, wearing masks constantly, all kinds of stuff. And, um, let me be honest with you. Uh, well, actually on top of that, we are talking about, uh, changes to the school program as well. So yeah, being a teacher at the school, uh, already in a new environment going into just my second year of doing this is already overwhelming, but, um, now we're talking about, all kinds of different options. We don't know if things will be online or in person or this or that or the other thing. We're talking about doing half days with one half of the school and then the other half with the other half. There's just so many um, things going on. And uh, I know most schools have started by now, but we are supposed to start uh, two weeks from now, October 12th, which I realize is very late. Uh, But the government has repeatedly been delaying the school start dates. And so we actually don't know if October 12th is really going to happen. In fact, there are rumors going around that there won't be a school year at all. Um, So this adds another um, uh, element of unpredictability. The government is uh, not only corrupt, but kind of um, in upheaval since the revolution started last year. Uh, We've been through now three prime ministers in 11 months. So we never quite know what to expect from the government. So anyway, all of that is kind of some rambling background information, but basically to make this point that uh, my life is in flux even more than it has been before. So that obviously contributes to switching the show to bi-weekly. But here's where the, the point for today comes in. Even though I've learned really well, again, if you've listened before, you know some of my story, and I've learned really well to go with the flow and to find contentment in the last year as I've been through so many very unpredictable and uh, potentially very frustrating situations. I'll be honest with you, during today's meeting and now for the past hour, hour and a half or so, I have been feeling very much the opposite of content. Um, I'm feeling very overwhelmed, very pessimistic, very frustrated, very sad, uh, very burdened. And so (laughs) thinking about this and this not being a normal feeling for me in the last year, I realize I have some some inner, some soul searching to do, some inner uh, contemplation and reflection as I talk about in the upcoming episode. Uh, you'll hear more about that. So I have to figure out what's going on. And contentment is a topic that I've talked about on the show before. Uh, back in episode 18, we dove really deep into this idea of optimism and pessimism. So if you Recall, or if you don't, I I enjoyed that episode a lot, but Richard Rohr writes about how we tend to get our energy so much more from dark clouds and thunderstorms rather than silver linings and sunny skies. And so that's where we get our energy from. In other words, pessimism is an amazing uh, drive. We tend to use frustration or um, disappointment or uh, even anger 
in order to fuel things. And it's a lot more effective at that than sort of just a positive outlook. There's one of those trucks again. Sorry about that. Um, You can see what I get to deal with every night. But um, I am feeling right now, even though I'm feeling, well, I'm feeling very pessimistic right now. I'm very frustrated, not a positive outlook for this year. And yet, rather than what Roar says, I'm finding my energy totally sapped right now. Uh, Very low energy uh, and just not quite sure what to do next. So I'm thinking back about the three points that I made in episode 18. I don't know where you're at with contentment in your life, but um, hopefully this can apply to some of you at least in some way. But if you recall talking about optimism and pessimism, um, I came to the conclusion a while ago, and I need to remind myself now, that neither of those need to be our goal. So optimism is kind of a false, um, or not necessarily false, but living out of an imagined future. Now, that's not to say that it couldn't end up being real. That's not to say optimism is bad, but optimism tends to be just looking for the best. Whereas pessimism, of course, is the opposite and living out of an imaginary future where things end up being poor. But neither of these should be part of a Taoist outlook. If Taoism is all about presence and patience and peace, then there's really no room for either optimism or pessimism. There's only room for presence. And I think that's very much in line with the teachings of Jesus and the teaching of the church, at least when it's done well. But there's another element that comes in when we bring in the, uh, the Christ element. And so there's presence, but there is also, rather than optimism or pessimism, there's hope. Now, I don't mean hope as in the idea that, oh, I just hope this works out well. That's somewhere in between optimism and pessimism, and it's not very helpful, even though that's the way we normally use the word. But hope as a virtue, as a theological reality, as a spiritual reality, is so much deeper than optimism or pessimism. And so if you recall back in episode 18, there were three sort of elements that came into this idea of hope. And to be honest with you, I need to remind myself of those today. The first one was union. You have a feeling of mutual connectedness with God and with others. Um, But what happens when you don't feel that union? You see, I believe that I'm united with God. I believe I'm united with Christ because I've made that commitment. And the commitment to union, I think, is a lot more like marriage vows than it is like a dating relationship. And so I know that I've made those vows, not literally taking vows. Uh, Someone asked me recently if I was a priest because I'm still single at 30 years old. But (laughs) I haven't taken literal vows, but I have made the vow, the marriage vow, to Christ. But I'm not, what happens when you're not feeling that? What happens when you're caught up in that pessimism, that frustration? Um, And what I said back in episode 18 was that you need to keep moving forward and trust that those vows will hold up. Look to the past and see the ways that God has been faithful, that being present has paid off, and continue in that path and continue in that presence, knowing that things will continue in that direction. Use the past as a guide to the future. That is one key part of hope. So I need to be reminded of that today, and maybe some of you do as well. The second element of hope was contentment, and that's what we're talking about today. Contentment doesn't mean just feeling happy or 
feeling uh, just naturally okay with the way everything is. I talked a lot about how you can be content without being satisfied. Contentment means choosing to be at peace with the present moment. That's what I said back in episode 18, and I need to hear that today because I am not uh, at peace with it. I am not satisfied. I am not happy about the way things are going to look this year. And my guess is that those of you who've been in quarantine or uh, have suffered or have gone through some serious lifestyle changes due to this crazy year probably are not satisfied either. But I think that we can choose to find contentment if we hold on to that unity that I just talked about, the unity with God. And even though we're not feeling either of those things, there is a sense in which if we can hold on to that hope, that we can look to the past and see where God has been in even the darkest places, then we can find that union and contentment. And the one, the third element of this hope that I talked about kind of flows out from those other two. And this is something that I need more than ever today. And it was meaning. What I said was, meaning knows where it comes from and where it is going. Even when it doesn't have all the details, it almost never does. Meaning makes sense of things that don't seem to make sense. And most importantly, although this seems to be contradictory to what I just said, Meaning is able to hold on to the tensions and paradoxes of life, even when they don't make sense. Because so many times, being able to hold things in tension is pretty much the only way to make sense of them. And so right now, in my life, I'm just trying to learn how to hold things in tension. Trying to learn that I'm here fulfilling a calling that I genuinely believe is a genuine calling, And yet, I am feeling so frustrated that I cannot go about things in the way that seems to be most effective and most satisfying and most um, life-giving in this ministry, both for me and for my students. So I hope that these thoughts today uh, were helpful in some way. I don't know um, if they were in any way. Uh, I didn't um, really have much time to put all these thoughts together, but as an external processor, I felt like I wanted to put it out there and see um, if there were any thoughts from you guys. So as always, you can reach out to me through my blog at coreyfar.com, and I would love to hear from you. Uh, So many of you have reached out before, and I'm so grateful uh, for the way that this uh, CRTTC community has been so supportive and so kind and so encouraging. So today, though, I ask um, for your prayers I ask for your, uh, your good vibes as I enter this very strange year. And um, as always, I look forward to being with you next week. Grace and peace. <laughs>